Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Star Wars to Twilight Nights. I'm John. I'm your game master, and I got my lower back adjusted by a chiropractor earlier today, so I'm feeling great. Joining me today is Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Crack Tolpa, the uh, Corin artisan and uh, Soresu defender. And let's see what I do for Destiny. Ooh. One dark side. One dark side. <laughs> My standard. Jeremy? Echo on his bullshit. Uh, I, my name is Jeremy. I am playing uh, Ilyana, um, uh, evil person. Um, <laughs> Ilyana, evil person, my favorite. <laughs> and uh, hey, look, another dark side. Holly? Uh, hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing uh, Vazia, uh, Pure Blood, Sith, Geo, Berserker, and Two Light Side. Nice. Jack? Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Josh Ulan, the Chiss Sorcerer Defender Protector, and Two Dark Side. William? Feeling a little aggro. I am William, and I am playing Corserath, the Sith Pureblood Makashi Duelist, and I have Two Light Side. Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Red, the E. Mira Luca pilot and one light side. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara and I'm playing Nariz, uh, droid, consular, and medic. One dark side. Hey, perfectly even 5-5. Five, five. Now to mess it up. Is there anybody whose morality is at or below 20 or at or above 80? John, why do you ask questions for which you already know the answer? Because I like to hear the answers out loud. <laughs> yes, I am above, or no, I'm below the well, yeah, you below I have a morality of 18. And so is Jeremy. Both of you flip, flip a light side of the dark side for me. Flipped. Anybody Flipped. else? No? Everyone else is good? All right, well. Ambivalent. I was a good Quarren and got myself yeah, back to neutral alright I snarked my way out of the light side when last we left off uh, you all had just sort of stumbled ass backwards into uh, into uh, uh, capturing a uh, the um, 
extranet grid, uh, an extra an extranet node on Alderaan. Uh, you've just finished eliminating the last of the uh, Imperial troopers that had been, that had taken the facility captive. Uh, you are all currently at various places outside the facility itself. The door is open, and you have an Imperial supply jeep that was used to bust through the gate uh, and are surrounded by a bunch of bodies in various states of disrepair. Disrepair is a word that I would use for a corpse, yes. <laughs> Should we go before reinforcements show up? Yes, absolutely. Oh. The, yes. the entire purpose of this okay. is going to be defeated if if they get warning out. Well, crack. Do you do your task quickly then? Very good. Uh, are we certain that there are no more inside? Quarterat looks. I'll look up to you. Hmm. There doesn't seem to be anybody else inside now. Okay. That does not appear to be. Uh, then I'd like to find the, the access. Yeah. Step, stepping into the building, it's not a big building in the first place. It's mostly This is mostly like a server room that is mm-hmm. just isolated because it has to be at a certain altitude to maintain its connection to the network. Um, okay. So that it doesn't, you know, so that signal doesn't get bounced, you know, back and forth into uh, mountain ranges and valleys so that you can have a clear signal in areas. Uh, and yeah, they very easy to get to the. You didn't. You didn't manage to blow it up, so all the computers are intact. Yay! All right. Um, I'll find the 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 biggest one, the one that looks like the most likely access point. Yep. You gonna give me a computer's roll difficulty two? Sure thing. Do I have any bonuses from before, or were those? You still have uh, one bonus you can't. Much. You haven't used yet. Like you have, okay. you've had a bonus that you have sort of stashed away for for a one time yeah. use. Okay. Or interfacing uh, with the system specifically. Sure. Let me see. Just a little. Bear with me just a second here. Mm-hmm. I got no place to go. Well, I'm sorry to hold everybody up. It's just. All right, there we go. Oh, I have a very important bowling game in five minutes. Um, I got some bad news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So with a success advantage on Triumph, what would you like to spend that Triumph on? Um, Let's see. Uh, Will this this enable me... Tell me what I can do with the success. Uh, So with with the success, you're in the system and you can shut off... You, you you like with just a success, you can shut off the Imperials' access to the extranet, and basically can't re- return it to a neutral control as opposed to being controlled by the Empire. Okay, in this area. Um, and and so that will still allow um all the natives to to have emergency communications and so on. Yeah, like it, it it won't remove it won't remove Alderanian control or it won't remove Alderanian access to the extranet. It removes okay. imperial control and oversight. So imagine in this particular instance, imagine that you are in a nation where the government had direct access to monitoring and control of all of your internet activities. You've this just removed sad, their isn't it, John? You've just removed their access. To do that okay. in this sector of Alderaan. 
All right. Uh, could I spend the triumph then to make it so they don't realize it, or at least delay as long as possible? Yeah, yeah. You could spend you could spend the triumph to to uh, mock up signals so that they think they still have monitoring access, but they're basically like only able to look at they're only able to look at like a, a dummy feed basically for this area. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then that I think that's what I would like to do. Yeah. You know. Somebody, oh, uh, you somebody, know what, actually, somebody at Imperial Headquarters is going to be looking at, man, man, Jeff keeps watching the same porn video over and over again. <laughs> would, it, would it be possible to make... Galica. Would it <laughs> Would it be possible to make it look like uh, the Rebels did it? Or the, the Republic did it? Yeah. Okay, uh, so, so, so Crack you, will turn so to you, the others. You could, so you, you could do one or the other. You can either make them not yeah, notice, yeah. or you can make it look like the Republic did it. Yeah, so Crack will turn to the others and say... I, well, I've got even a bit more access than I had hoped. Um, I can either delay them discovering uh, that this happened, or I could make it appear that it uh, it was the work of the Republic forces. I like option B. Turn the if two sides against like each the other. Republic, chaos they're ensues. less likely to dig into it in ways that would be bad for us. Jeremy, also we also we can exploit that. Jeremy, they're already like, at war. You're turning two sides against each other that are already against each other. <laughs> they're giving them more reasons. <laughs> Don't question my my reasoning. Was there not some... I was having a hard time hearing, but was there not some discussion of taking down more of the extra net? that having one access point, we could affect a larger area. I, I thought we, that, that was the purpose of coming yeah, here. This is the larger area to, that you yeah. can affect. Okay, but we couldn't affect like a bigger, because this is just one, no, we couldn't yeah, affect so like a bigger. By yourselves where you were, you could have affected uh -huh. just a small section of this sector. Okay. Here you can affect this whole sector. Okay, all yeah. right, I misunderstood. That's okay. fine. It's, it's been a little while, and it's weird modern-slash-70s technology, so nobody knows <laughs> quite what's going on. The turning, turning the Imperial gaze towards the Republic would derail any attempts to find it to, to track down this effort to house Pantir, and so is likely our better option. Very good. Um, then Crack will go ahead and... and uh, Put in some some form of encoding that will yeah, make you, it look like you, it was you the Republic's spoof, work. You spoof up some, you spoof up some code that very intentionally does not look like Republic code, in such a way that it will. Well, uh, oh, no, not even that. Like it's this is very clearly not Republican not Republic. code, which to an which to an Imperial asset will read like Republic code. <laughs> I feel I feel like in practice, Crack just starts typing in. I love the Republic, and one of the more espionage-oriented members of the group sort of leans over, taps him on the shoulder, and says, eh, "Maybe not so much." <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say, we'll say, Corsarath with his extensive background in Imperial intelligence gives you some pointers. Yeah. So, if you want, if you want this to look like a Republic agent, it needs to very specifically be code that is intentionally designed to not be Republic code, so you're going to want to mess with this, this, and this. Wow, how devious. Because yeah, if, um, if you just stamp, I love the Republic, they're going to know it's not the Republic. 
Yeah, but okay. Crack, it is crack changes crack, his hack, no, 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 crack no, changes no. his hacker handle from XX Coruscant FTWXX <laughs> to something else. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. So, how long does that take overall? Uh, it takes about thirty minutes. Okay. That's not too bad. Um, okay. It's a couple layers deep of reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah. While this is happening, can Josh be looking over the vehicle to see if this thing is going to get us back down the mountain or whether we should just abandon it entirely? Yeah. Because it did have a grenade blow up underneath it, at least. No, it's it's mostly fine. Like, okay. the grenade did not do nearly enough damage to actually hurt it. Most of the damage, most of the damage it has suffered has been from you guys breaking windows. Okay. In order to um, in order to mount an LMG on the hood. <laughs> how many levels of reverse psychology are you on, my dude? <laughs> Five or six, my dude. I will. You are uh, like a little baby. Point out if I see investigations of the car happening. Uh, what are the odds if we show up in another unmarked vehicle, unrecognized vehicle, all the Archon will just blow it up again? Well, this one's There's something to be marked. said for being on brand. Whatever. Do we have do we have um com frequencies at least at this point? Yeah, like you can you can you can com link the archon. Okay. Uh, also, this one is very much marked. It has a big how imperial we, has a big did, imperial logo on the side. How did we get to this point specifically? Uh, you while uh, while Archon Pantier was reaching out to the other Archons to try to convene them into a location, he basically said, "If you guys need something to do, here's a list of options that you can try to help us out yeah, with." Yeah, how did how did we like physically transit here? Oh, you walked. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Nothing saying we couldn't just walk back. Yeah. You, yes. You could just walk yeah, back. That would be an obvious option. You could walk back. Right. You could take the truck if you wanted to. <laughs> Right, I feel like the broken. Encouraged. I feel like the broken windshield would kind of draw some attention and be like, maybe this isn't just an imperial truck. Get a text later. Yeah. Reg, you are injured. What was in the back of this truck? Uh, electronics components, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pantier might be able to use those components. Yeah. Uh, oh. Electronics and supplies, so like food and things. That is also a good point, uh, Red. How are you feeling? Mm, alive. That is not helpful, although it's accurate, and I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> it is technically correct, which is the best kind I of I wouldn't be itching to get into a fight right now, but I can manage. Would you like us to try to help you? I'm, if we're not slowing down other things we need to do, sure. I don't really care. Well, here. Well, Crack um, has spent 30 minutes doing something with computers. Come here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm so going to... Done, I think you've, you've already done a medicine check on Red in this. Um, yes, but I don't think I had done one for healing the critical injury. No, it right? was just to heal wounds, yeah. Yep. So I'd like to do that, I think. <laughs> Okay, I have two critical injuries. Okay. Both are currently not um, 
doing anything effect. else. Okay. But what are the different? Are they the same difficulty? Yeah, they're both diff two. Okay. I'll do one of them. I am them. still um, so sad that Corsarat didn't get his arm cut off by a deflected <laughs> vibro knife. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tell me about what? it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, if they're the same, I don't know. Whichever one you'd prefer. Uh, well, I think it's I think it's in order. Um, yeah, so, so the, the first one okay. first. Yeah. Uh, got it. Okay. They're not um, materially different at this point. Diff two. Hey. One success yeah. is all you needed. That first critical injury is gone. Whoop. Done. That. And you heal a shit Looking back strength. at my skills and realizing <laughs> that I actually have a skill specifically for enduring critical injuries that I forgot about last week. Yeah. <laughs> is anyone else injured? Um, no. Well, while we're at it, of course, Raph will go ahead and apply one of his stim packs to. Um, oh. To red, so which, with with my with my stim pack specialization talent will heal you for six rather than oh, five. I am a lot less wounded now. I I am injured, Avazi will say. Uh, All right, I I'll help you. You're busy with a computer right now, crack. <laughs> that doesn't stop me from offering, although it may make it seem less genuine. <laughs> I am going to use balance, first of all, because I keep forgetting that I have this, mm -hmm. and roll my first rating and, and regain strain from it. Okay. Um... Yay! How much strain does that regain you? So literally all it says is you may uh, uh, you may roll a force rating in force dice. She regains additional strain equal to the number of force points gained out from the fourth die. So you regain two. So I regain two. Um, and then I will be like, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm kind of hurt. All right. Some, if someone else has some stim packs that I can borrow, I have one stim pack left. If anyone and I have seven. Avazia will hand you a stim pack. No, we're taking seven wounds. Okay. Um. So this is for Avazia. Um. What's your current wound threshold? Uh. Out of. What are, are you? you over half? Like what it's currently. Um. What are you currently at? What's your max? No, I'm. My my max is seventeen. I'm at eight right now. Oh, so okay. half. that's an easy one. Just barely under half, but you're under half. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's under half. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, then it's two. No, it's it's less than halfway wounded. Or is okay. or is like or Got wait, it. are you counting your wounds up or down, Holly? Yeah. Up. Yeah. So yeah, from so, zero yeah. to less than less than halfway wounded. Yeah, less yes. than half. So it's one. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just need to know for the difficulty of of. My Everyone coordinate. Check. Which direction are you counting your health? <laughs> uh, so you heal five wounds and six strain. Because I'm really good at one thing. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Ilyana, right? Yes, I, I have taken seven damage out of 13. So okay. Just over half. All yes. right. Over so half. difficulty two. Let's stop using the, Let's stop Thank using uh, FFG's stupid ass 
I know. Terminology that is confusing. Four wounds, I'm six strain. I only had two strains, so. There you go. You got extra. Nice. You feel really, really chill. No, it's the anesthetic. That's not how strain works. (laughs) I don't know. Get that good anesthesia going. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I have some of the good anesthesia. No, I haven't used it yet. Still have it. Uh, Since medical stuff is happening, Josh is just going to be loading weapons into the truck then. Okay. Uh, Um, There are uh, nine. Yeah. Sorry, there are eight blaster rifles or blaster carbines. Let me look at them to get the exact what they are. Um, There are eight blaster rifles. All right. Uh, nine frag grenades and two light crate uh, and uh, two light repeating blasters and ten vibro knives and a crate. What's the point? A variety of a, a variety of laminate armor that has been damaged beyond the inability to use at the moment. Right, because yeah, that's it. he's yeah, he's just he's just loading the the weapons. We're gonna we're gonna leave the armor scrap behind. I think. Okay. Speaking of looting, do any of them happen to have a backpack that's in usable condition? Uh, if you want to flip a light side, yes. Look, having my gun on me is going to be really useful. So yeah. I mean, we've <laughs> used we've used light side points for much more frivolous. Mm-hmm. It's yes. true. One of them has a uh, one of them is wearing a a, a actually a mill spec backpack, um, which cool. is in actually good enough condition to use. I will get you the information for that because it's a little bit better right. than a standard. So it's backpack. different from the backpack in the standard gear. Yep. Hang on, let me let me grab that. Um, Slightly better. Uh, Jeremy, um, for the strain that I was healing with your, with those advantages, how much, how many, uh, did you end up using? Any of them? Two? Okay. So I have two. I'm using that to reduce my strain a little. Probably a good idea. But if I want to use more, just so you can. (laughs) You can. (laughs) Go for it. Technically, the light side technically point in the backpack Mara also is has the one who uh, determines how <laughs> many advantages are spent. So, can I flip another light side point? And the backpack also has like coordinates and all the security codes for Darth Fluxati's base. No. Okay, just checking. Can I flip one? And there's a there's a there's a tracking beacon in there that leads Darth Fluxati to our location when we're not ready. Yes. I'm playing. I'm playing my character, guys. It's, I don't know what to say. Do I have an, enough time with all of the healing I have done and the time that Crack is taking to do all the things uh, with the computers uh, to do healing trance? I commit no. one force, and for every okay. No, not not with the time Never that you mind. spent doing medical stuff. Cool. I'm good. That's it. Uh-huh. Okay, good news. I, my force power only goes up to difficulty of one, so it doesn't actually matter. Okay. 
Sorry, I'm still. This this book doesn't have bookmarks, so I have to like <laughs> flip through to find the thing that I'm looking for. And it's not in this book. What are you oh wait, no, for? there it is. Found it. Yeah, found it. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is a modular. This is a military modular backpack frame. Uh. It increases it so it has the following it, and it has the following modifications attached to it. Uh, it has a specialized bodysuit that attaches to the modules to the modules cooling or heating system, removing two setback dice from the from your checks to resist extreme heat or cold. It has a power it has a portable power unit that can be used to to recharge a depleted piece of equipment as an action or a droid or larger piece of machinery in two hours. Once per encounter, it can allow the wearer of the backpack to ignore the out-of-ammo result in the same manner as an extra reload. Uh, it has an oxygen unit, which means it can provide an additional 12 hours of oxygen when connected to a rebreather, breath mask, or environmentally sealed suit. And it has a storage unit, which uh, gives it, which increases your encumbrance by three. Your encumbrance capacity by three. It itself that will be enough. So yeah, so it has those four things on it. Okay, I'm probably gonna need that. Yeah, I'll time it out. Send me those in writing because I wrote them down, but yes, you find this backpack. Or Sarath, do we intend to return directly to the base once we've completed our tasks here? Probably wise just to not be out in the open. I've loaded the weapons into the vehicle. If we decide to bring those with us, they might benefit from additional armament. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jarish. You're welcome. All right. I recommit my force die. All right. So you once again suppressing your power. Yep. Should we get going? As soon as crack, as soon as crack is done, we'll be departing. Yep. Just, just let me know when we're all finished. Yeah. No. You, you, you're, you're done in thirty minutes, and you guys can start backing up and heading back. I'm assuming some dialogue will happen while I finish typing this thing up. <laughs> what did we get, Josh? Anything good? Rifles, grenades, several knives, and those two larger firearms. Oh, excellent. Um, looking around, um, are there any gyroscopic stabilizers for the larger weapons? Uh, um, they I'll all ask. they they both have weapon slings. They don't have any gyroscopic okay. stabilizers, though. No. Okay. All right. Um, I assume. I assume. Who's riding in the back? Where's Gosh. everyone riding? Probably. Yeah. Probably in the back. Right. There you go, Aaron. It's in the chat. Thanks. Okay. I mean, uh, how how much space is there up front for people to sit? I'm assuming just for the two. Uh, three people could squeeze, but two with space. Yeah, so probably again, um, 
Neri's driving with red on the on the light machine gun in case it's necessary. And then everybody else in the back. Right. So you spin the truck around in the in the compound courtyard. It bumps over the bodies as you go. Uh, Josh will put through a call to Archon Pantier if he can. Hello? Archon, uh, we successfully disabled slash neutralized the extranet node and are returning in a vehicle, which we commandeered from the Empire. Good. We'll send out a couple. We'll, we'll send some folks out to keep an eye on it. That'll help us, at least in this sector, not be tracked by Imperial forces for a while. Please ask bringing him back not some to extra, shoot this one. He's aware. Uh, bringing back some extra armament for probably let probably let them know that when, forces as well. Probably let them know that when the Empire recognizes it, they will likely see the code as Republic origin, just in case. Ah, uh, apparently, Crack was able to mask his slicing as originating from the Republic side. So good, good, good work, everybody. See you when you get back. Excellent. Click. They're going to be sending out some scouts for Overwatch. So this time, they should be able to see us coming and IDS is friendly before we get into range. That sounds great. <laughs> yes. It was a couple, it was, it was, grinding down the mountain. It was a couple hours walk. It's only about an hour's drive. Um, mostly because you're still driving down a mountain, which anybody who's ever driven down a mountain in real life knows it's yeah. a lot slower going than you think it would be. <laughs> but trying not to end put, up in a ditch. You don't, I mean, you don't just put it in neutral and hope. No, you don't. It can be quick, <laughs> but then it's, it's a ideal. much more exciting ride. <laughs> exciting, oh, terrifying. Potato, potato. Potato, potato. Uh, potato, potato. Anyways, uh, you get back to the... You, 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 you don't see any scouts on your way down, but you get back to the cave un, uninhibited and pull the Imperial vehicle in through the, holo, through the hologram masking, uh, and... You have returned. Archon Pantir is standing over at the war table. The the holograms that you had seen previously aren't there anymore, though he does seem to be reading something from a data pad. Um, and several of the other uh, Pantir-aligned guards and, and service members come over to help unload the truck and get and see if anybody needs things repaired or wounds looked after or anything. Orserath raises the back, the, the, the back um, hatch of the truck. We come with a truck full of weapons and supplies. They they show vocal appreciation. Assume we turn that over to the quartermaster or whoever yeah, yeah, is like filling it, it that gets, role. People people take it off take it off your hands. Cool. Uh, as that's happening, Archon just raises a hand and gestures towards all of you. So you go over. Yeah. Welcome back. Yep. Other Welcome. people head in that direction. I will use context clues to follow. Uh, as you get up there, he looks at the group of you. Good job, knights. Uh, I've gotten word back from a few of our archons that are scattered about. We have rendezvous coordinates to meet up with them. 
off-world, so we're going to need to get back to your ship wherever it's at and skip past the Imperial and Relic Forces in the space. Do you have a good enough pilot to do that? Look over at Red. Points at Red. <laughs> Most uh, likely. Yeah. Good. Well then, as soon as they unload that truck, we'll take it back, since we're heading into what I understand is Imperial territory. We'll want to replace that front glass. Yeah. He whistles something and just indicates with a hand, and one of the maintenance people gets to work on it. Alright, looks like we should be good to go in about 30 minutes, so make sure you've got all your stuff ready and prepared. Jash pats crack on the shoulder. It's good to see you've grown as a person. Now, I'm past my normal growth. Excellent. Well done. Crack. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Crack. We're going to be leaving shortly, but uh, you have a little bit of time to rest. Crack. You see a person uh, head over to the truck with what looks like a long... Uh, like it looks almost like a like a like a like a high tech window scraper that they put to one side of the broken windshield and begin to move across. And as they do, this light emanates from underneath it, and you see where it passes. The window is being fixed. Is this a uh, is this a device that I know anything about? Or You're is familiar this... with it. Uh, it's it's sort of a um, it is a it. it it is a nanomachine array uh, that basically operate rip, very rapidly reconstitutes and repairs damaged machinery as it passes over. You can set it to a couple of different settings. This one obviously has the ability to be set to glass. Um, mm. It's one of those tools that is very expensive and very rare and very hard to get a hold of, but very useful. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, do you have any more? No. Do you need that one after this? Yes. Could I have it anyway? <laughs> Is there a skill you're trying to put to use here, Crack? I mean, patently not, but I guess <laughs> I should make a roll anyway. If you um, like. Charm, I guess. What is it when you just say, I want that? Please give it to me. I'll say it's charm. Intimidation. No, he said he's like asking nicely. What is my, what, there what is a negotiation skill. I, I realize it might not yeah. be the most relevant, but it is there. I feel like Crack is approaching this more from a pretty please than a negotiation stance. We brought uh, you so many weapons! Give me um, give me a, a charm roll to difficulty with a boost die because you did just bring a whole bunch of supplies into here. Okay. Crack, do not make me choke you. That's exactly what I expected it to be. Yep, yep. <laughs> Do you have any, uh, you don't have any force powers like, um, um, 
what's the what's the these aren't the droids you're looking for influence and 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 he wouldn't use it anyway you did as as grateful as they are for your assistance it doesn't seem like they're willing to part with this particularly rare piece of equipment can i finish using it they are less inclined to let you hold it considering you just asked them for it crack what if one of the other windows was broken Crack. Crack. <laughs> Do not make alone. me choke you again. I have, okay, I have if one you... other question. <laughs> but I have to go no. talk to everyone. I'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Leave it alone, Crack. But it seems very useful. You all I break, will. You all break things very often. I will choke you i yes you've 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 expressed that desire before um no no this isn't a desire this is i will do this i will not stop her it would be a very use and marl and we lost marl (laughs) you're back it would be a very it would be a very use something Okay, it would be a very useful piece of equipment, but I we agree. do not know which direction we are going after this, and if it would be even useful where we are going. They I... have a stable base of operations here, and a lot more people to help. There's, also, there's a... <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Also, they seem to trust us less less after your conversation and the amount of trust they have in us is currently directly dependent upon how long we might live cracks uh, uh, cracks facial tentacles are doing sort of a pulsating almost like you know that you would associate with a squid swimming away which anyone who knows him well enough is essentially just a pouty face and he says, but I ask very nicely. That doesn't mean you get what you asked for. Yes, but I do want it. Um, Understood. That does not mean it will happen. All right. Can't always get what you want starts playing in the background. <laughs> can't always get what you want. Well, does anyone else have any, before we depart, does anyone else have any gear that, that, that they need repaired or looked over? I need to be repaired. I, I would like to do that. Is any of your glass broken? <laughs> I do not contain glass. What what is the what is the faceplate? Is that like plasteel? It's like is it I'm imagining like a plasma I don't know like yeah, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be it'd be like a plasteel LED Pla- screen. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Well, Let's see what we can you do. You don't typically put just plain old glass on a combat no. droid chassis. No, <laughs> bad idea. I believe. Because, I believe the name of breaks, the metal. Right? Yeah. I believe. I believe the name of the highly like survivable but transparent metal is literally transparasteel. Well, there's a couple of different variations. There's transparasteel, there's lamina steel, and there's plasteel. Both, all three of which have varying degrees of translucency. Well, like, I, I believe, like Plastic. for making like all, a like all a three light of screen. which are better than glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All three of which are better than glass. It's the whatever is the cheapest upgrade from glass. I feel like that's it. Anyway, <laughs> I need repairs. Uh, 
let's see what we can do. It's just a difficulty one. Okay. Because again, George Lucas wounds. and naming conventions. What's our transparent steel? Transparent steel. <laughs> um, I do. I, I mean, I am, oh, I get two boosts. That, that's as good. That's as good a naming convention as real life people name things. <laughs> uh, there's going to be one extra advantage. In what do we call? Shit. What do we call this place? That's what do we call this place? Well, we had Ooh. a Jersey back home. We'll call it New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a York back home. We'll call it New York. Okay, I'm going to take four of those to heal all my strain, and I am zero wounds now. Thank you. Now look, both of our colonies can't be called Carolina. We're going to have to differentiate. <laughs> North and south. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and I will take, let's see. You said you had four strain? Yep. All right. Um, I'm going to take the other two and just give it to you on your next, whatever your next roll is. Okay. To take a boost. Sweet. It will be one single as opposed to two because I'm giving it to you specifically. Okay. So one boost die. As I clean out all the grit in your joints i i'm i'm just i'm just amused at the catch-all term for very strong metals oh. and like very strong metal alloys is durasteel but there's no indicator that steel was ever a thing no once you get durasteel you don't need steel anymore no actually there are steel weaponry on um the planet that worships uh, the planet that had a Star Destroyer crash on it, and they now use the destroyed control tower as a tower for their Force users. The 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 D D in Star Wars. The, the fantasy, planet. yeah, the fantasy planet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have steel weaponry there. So steel was steel is one of those universal constants where, at a certain level of technology, you have steel, but then when you get to Dura steel, you don't need steel anymore. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, now we have steel. Now we have steel plus. That's like that's like they have Duracrete and, and they, the they concrete have, plus. Yeah, they have, they have Duracrete and, and Plascrete and all like like all manner of like concrete but more. So they don't ever use concrete anymore. I wonder if they have transparacrete. Probably. <laughs> I like that you, you can sort of identify what the material's used for based on whether it's dura, plas, or transpary. Yeah. Plas is flexible, so you can use it like plastics. Anyways. So what else do we need to get together before we can head back to the Shio? Each oh, I other. Think, <laughs> I think we I think we have everything we I think we're just waiting on Barney Barney walks in, you and all your friends. And then Ilyana kills him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would I would I would have to race others to that. Office. Yeah, but you've got the whip, so it hits first. Here's, here's, that is here's, true. Here's the thing, though. No, no, no. I feel like she doesn't kill him. I feel like she decides. No, this is my rancor mount. <laughs> As a night sister, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing up there? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Take off. Make me break it. Breaks out the electro prods. <laughs> I will remove your tongue. <laughs> you, you pull the. You, to you open the costume suit. Put a ball gag on the guy and the on the guy inside his mouth. Think. Close it back up. <laughs> I really oh, anyway. want this to happen now. <laughs> that would be the if this was Family Guy scenario, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Anyways. 30 minutes pass. That's going to mean there's nothing else anybody wants to do. Nope. You all get back I in mean, the there, truck. I mean, there are things Crack wants to do, but he won't do them. You get back up into the truck. And you head out. I mean, Crack, if you want to spend a light side point, there could be an extra one of these tools somewhere for you. Okay. Yes, definitely. I'm going to do that. <laughs> if that's a possibility. Give them all. That seems me. like... <laughs> I'm not even asking the party. You're very mean to me. Um, Why would you ask, anyways? This party, this again. I will reiterate what Jeremy said earlier. This party has used these light side points for far pettier things. So as you're getting into the truck, crack, you sort of look, reach over, look into your bag, and there is one of these devices in it. And when you look up and look around, that same tech just gives you a wink and goes about working with their own tool. <laughs> Thank you, window repair fairy. <laughs> now, to be clear, these things can be set to many different settings. It's not just that it can only do glass. You can repair so many things. So this is uh, this is a uh, nanite repair. This is a nanite repair wand. Um. It gives you nano extruder. It, Life it, day it, has come early. It gives you an upgrade to all mechanics checks to repair things. What? Excuse me. Give, so long as you are using it to repair things, you can get an. Uh, you so long as you're using it, you get an upgrade to your mechanics check. Oh my god! Okay, it's fantastic. A very good tool. <laughs> Immediately over your shoulder, what you got there? I, it's a nanite repair wand. That uses nanites to repair things, all sorts of things. Look. Um, what if and he looks it on a person? Does not work on people, unless they have cybernetics. But what if you use it on a person? Probably just doesn't work. It might put some nanites in them. Literally nothing. <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say is introducing nanites into people, despite what Marvel Comics will tell you, is not is not harmless to them. I was gonna say I feel I feel like I feel like Ileana is trying to trying to realize the enhanced interrogation of applications of this tool. <laughs> Oh, Yana, I, I do have a question for you, though. Why do you always want to choke me? I don't always want to choke you. Yes, but I felt like you did. I can't... I can't... Look, I can't help whatever your insecurities about being choked or not choked are. <laughs> I, and and out of character for a second, I I know there was an expressed desire to yes. s- start off, and then we we didn't do that. I feel like last week, Ileana was going to choke crack, and then I think we forgot. Oh, yeah. you may be accurate, and I can't I, remember. I, and I, yes, I can't, mm-hmm. you said be, because because I killed the guy that she was in the middle of. That's choking. right. Oh, right. Yes, yes. That was you. see. That's why I told everybody so that somebody would remind me. But none of us I, remember. Yeah, <laughs> I I I only just remembered now. I'm sorry. No worries. 
I don't um, always want to choke you, and if you think I do, well, that's your problem, not mine. That well, you said, said you were going you, to, though. That said, when you do things wrong, you must be corrected. Right, but if you're suggesting that I was wrong in asking for the nanite repair wand, I asked for it, and now I have one. Here go. Asking was the correct method. That is not how that works. <laughs> it's very much how it worked in this particular case. Correct. You're a, uh, you do a know man of scientific are... bent, correct? I would like to flatter myself as such. Yes, Josh. Correlation is not causation. No, but this is a first point of data. I tried asking nicely, and I received the thing. Ego, I will ask nicely in the future. First of all, you asked nicely in a way that creeped them out. Craig just sort of points at the nanite wand. Okay, I appreciate the idea of creeping people out to get results. <laughs> However... Time and a place for everything. How can I ask and be less creepy? I don't think you're the not, person you want to ask I'm that. Not, yeah, no. I cannot help you with that. Oh, why not? That is not her No strength. reason. Just can't. <laughs> Josh, can you tell me how to be less creepy when I ask for things? I feel that if you approach things having already formulated through data, research, observation specifically, having already formulated a schematic based around previous observations as to what would be considered socially appropriate in a given situation. For instance, it is quite socially appropriate for a youngling to approach their parent and ask for food or drink. Corsarath sitting in the corner just watching Jash go down this, <laughs> down this train. Youngling Without, in this context, and, a young one, not the Jedi-associated term youngling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... it's yeah. Without any necessity for repayment or having earned it simply because of the established relationship between those two beings. It is far different for a grown individual to approach, say, a shopkeeper and make the same request with the same expectations. You see the difference there. I do, but isn't that, is that not dependent upon culture? Somewhat, yes. In a highly collectivist culture, it may be perfectly appropriate to go to an artisan and expect a simple verbal inquiry to be uh, assented to, enthusiastically even. But most cultures that we are likely to encounter, there's a level of cost and repayment that goes along with that sort of thing. Well, I'm, I'm For instance, good. if you misplaced your lightsaber, <gasps> checks really quick, finds it, is okay. Oh God, where's the other one? Oh, they're both there. 
and found yourself without it for an extended period of time, it's generally considered inappropriate to go to another member of the order and simply ask to use theirs. These are personal objects with a great deal of meaning and importance to the individual who possesses them and not something that is likely to be freely lent. Well, Josh, I, I certainly understand that. And again, we had just delivered a truck full of munitions to the resistance. This was not something asked out on a whim. Plus, I really wanted it. I have, a much, I have a much simpler solution for you as a method of being less creepy, Crack. Be yes, prepared Be prepared to take no for an answer and don't follow up with subsequent requests. Or don't talk. Learn when to shut your mouth. <laughs> it's a beak. <laughs> so, ask, uh, ask only once and then no more after that. If you receive a no, the answer is no. Subsequent questions will not change the answer to a yes. In ah, fact, but, they will make it more firmly into a no. But what about subsequent statements that are not questions, but assertions of fact or evidence that would challenge the initial Also response? likely to reinforce the answer into a no. Well, <laughs> now I'm completely lost. <laughs> Pantier is sitting in the back of the truck, watching this exchange, <laughs> with a look on his face that is hard to interpret. Corsorat trying to teach someone about consent. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> How much longer before we get to this place where your ship's docked? Pantier says to cut the conversation off. Not <laughs> quick enough. Of course, Rath looks at his commune to see where we're at. You're about, uh, you, uh, you are several hours away still. Yeah, it's going to be a few hours. Yeah, still learn somehow. Cool. I'm gonna be outside as he lowers the, <laughs> lowers the back hatch and steps out onto the roof. <laughs> Lucky. It's like this human Steven universe where Garnet just like jumps out of the car while it's moving. Kind of. He opens the thing, grabs the roof, steps out, and flips up. Um, Nariz is driving, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Nariz, you do feel a shifting in the weight of the vehicle as you're driving it? Like something just got on the roof? Should I be concerned? No, that's just Pantier. I went to get some air. Right. We need to get away from crack. Well, that... That's what happened. Wow. Might have been get to get away from more than just crack. You never know. <laughs> I mean, that... That's true, but the voice of God doesn't get to, tell, get to no, present our... To... See... Was my conversation asking how to not be creepy? Creepy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is generally something people are understood to have 
understood. <laughs> the entire just, lower bar just said yes bye. at the same time. <laughs> this is this this is this is something that typically younglings would learn. There weren't a lot of other younglings in the engine compartment, and Archon uh, Cal didn't discuss creepiness one way or the other. Youngling also isn't a term for Twilight Orders. <laughs> in the term of young creature. <laughs> this is this is fair. You, it it takes practice, but in the meantime, you may not want to listen to the same thing that he has already known. However, I don't know where I was going with the rest of that. Um, no, I'm just going to end there. <laughs> yeah. With a however and just trail no. off. Thanks, Norris. Yeah. You're welcome. This is through comms or is there a window? It is like a, window. a window. Cab. Oh. Okay. Is this a window? Okay. Yeah. You have to slide it open and close. The back of the truck is still open, by the way. <laughs> of course, Rash shuts it. <laughs> Continue driving. Craig looks around to see if there's anything broken in the back of the truck. Uh, well, that depends on your definition. There is certainly Ilyana, Corsarath, Avasi, and Avasi in the back. Uh. Any mechanical objects <laughs> that are mechanically broken? No. <laughs> Okay. Physically, not spiritually. There you go. No, there's nothing. There's nothing broken to repair. Um, I'm gonna take my scanner goggles and snap them. <laughs> Crack. Okay, now I can fix this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You break them. And then I'm going to try to repair them with the nanite repair wand. Okay. Really hope they. <laughs> Sorry, but I really hope they fail just because of the humor value. <laughs> uh, what's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty. We'll say you did. We'll say you did. You took it from regular to minor. Okay. Um. So the difficulty on repairing minor damage is. Uh. uh have that anymore? I also feel like there are a lot of other people who would be like, oh no, I dropped them. Cracks just like snap. What's the difficulty for repairing gear? Good question. Uh, I don't know. Weapon maintenance. I uh, think if it's just one uh, step. Easy, so I mean, one difficulty. Yeah. yeah. One difficulty yeah. for a minor. Minor is one, moderate is two, major is three. Major damage is completely unusable. So yeah, you you snap a piece of the thing, set the pull up the wand, uh, open up the hollow menu, set it for the appropriate materials, and with one pass of the wand, it's back to normal. Are you gonna make a habit of that? I just had to make sure it was functioning. Crack puts on his his goggles in the back of the truck, turns them on. Works fine. Crack starts looking around just to see if he's picking up any signatures anywhere. Uh, what kind of goggles? They are uh, scanner goggles. They they work uh, like a, a heat signature scanner, and they oh. can also magnify things. But they're just you wear them as goggles you, as opposed to putting on binoculars. There, there's no significant heat signature that shouldn't be nearby. 
Okay. Can I see where Pantera is on the top of the roof? Yeah. Okay. Just above you. Sort of dead sitter on top of the roof. Okay. Red will sort of pipe up. In the interest of social cues are hard for you, if you do that to the ship just because you want to see if you can repair it, I will be in no... I would never break the ship. I would have that said is the same what I like about, about you. I would have said, to be fair, I would have said the same thing about any technology you own up until about five seconds ago. Well, I didn't make these. I bought them. I said own. Right, but I didn't make them. Ah, you didn't make the ship. Well, I, I did in a, in a significant way. I turned it from inoperable and I made it a functioning ship. I turned it from a ship-shaped pile of parts into a functioning ship. Fascinating place, the interior of his mind, I must say. <laughs> Are we there yet? <laughs> no. Can we be there yet? Is there any other thing yeah, you guys want to spend a lifetime? No, no. <laughs> to be clear, that was in character. Uh huh. <laughs> no, that was just a joke that I was making. <laughs> yes, let me press this button to take us there instantly. You have a button that'll do that, and you haven't pressed yes. it yet. Yes, there it is. Wow, look at that. That was very nice. Eliana, that's sarcasm. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in you. Damn it. <laughs> Does this vehicle have any sort of radio or yes, something? Yes, it does. I turn on the radio. You begin well, to get mil ish. you begin to get military uh, uh, for radio frequencies from the Imperial uh, presence on I Alderaan. Try and change it to any sort of music <laughs> whatsoever. I have a recording of Hergleg Opera on my datapad. No. <laughs> That's really quite beautiful. No. This is more of a CB radio. Are you than upset a, about the than a music radio so you don't really get a radio station. I, I turn the radio back off. <laughs> Are you upset about missing the sarcasm, Eliana? <laughs> Eliana? Choose your next words very carefully. What? There's just a long silence, <laughs> which is which is interrupted by the sound of uh, what you all recognize to be Alderanian rock music coming from the roof. Thank Alderanian you. rock. <laughs> uh, it's called Ald Rock. Yeah, Ald Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew it was coming, and yet still. <laughs> As oh, Pantier has produced something akin to a boombox, and he's just holding it as he rides on the roof. <laughs> I just lean forward slightly to stare <laughs> at Crack, as if expectant. I look in the rearview mirror, I swear to God, children, 
I will t- I will pull this car off the road. Go ahead. We'll get where we get regardless. Where are we going, Ilyana? I don't know. I haven't checked. Well, you could do that instead of antagonizing crack. Actually, I probably couldn't because I've already looked today. It's a little harder once you have. You can only look so much. All right. So since I can't do that, you could just look out a window instead. Are there any windows this in the back of this fun. truck? No, nope. <laughs> there's an the, open the, the, back. The, there's, the, there's the hatch. It just closed. The entire just back is... To close it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can, you can open the hatch back up. <laughs> Does Crack say anything? Crack thinks for a little while and says, I have a different question. <laughs> With the same caveat applying, yes. Can you tell me more about how you summon items? Actually, no. Okay. We've been through quite a bit together since the last time I asked. You haven't yet become a night sister, so no. Okay. Is that a thing you expect him to become at some point? I think I lean over. No, but it's fun to make him think that he might. I want to see him go through, try to go through initiation. Can I, can I make a... a Raj, Shayla just turns him into a frog and leaves him. (laughs) Still amphibious. Um, can I make a perception check to see if I hear that? We'll sure, s- sure. We'll say with 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 a setback of disadvantage, with a setback because uh, of the alder rock music playing, and Fair. also the loud sound of a truck. And the difficulty two, three. Yeah, difficulty two with one setback die. Okay. And I'm going to actually upgrade the difficulty with a dark side point because it's funny. <laughs> yeah. And I want to see what happens if you get a despair on a perception check. Oh, <laughs> no despair. Oh. Right. Two successes though, so you do here. <gasps> There's a ritual. Well, now that you've heard, I suppose I'll have to show you at some point. Okay. Tell me what a good time would be. Oh, I will. Hazi will lean over to Liana. Please let me be there for that. <laughs> Crack happily goes back to playing with the nanite wand. Sorcerath looks at both of them and just stares. <laughs> looks just back with an absolute look of pure innocence and he just continues to stare unflinching innocence back and he just continues to stare <laughs> unflinching innocence is not exactly a term i would apply to Ilyana. <laughs> no but the ability to look like it <laughs> holly holly knows exactly the stare that is being I given right now stare you gave it to me yesterday <laughs> You're you are absolutely correct. 
uh, unflinching innocence would not generally be pl- applied. Manipulative bitch might oh, absolutely. be. <laughs> absolutely. That's right up there. Therefore, you can fake it. So, is there any other scenes you guys want to have over the course of the next few hours? Please <laughs> stop me from doing more. <laughs> I feel like in the front of the yep, car, Red and Neary's are the parents who just do not want this conversation <laughs> to continue. I keep checking the back the back mirror just every so often. Of course, Rath is back here, so it theoretically shouldn't devolve into someone actively trying to kill someone. You'd be theoretically. Surprised. No, I'm prepared. A few hours pass driving. Uh, at one point, you do see a uh, you do see a like a, a, a an imperial fighter like approaching to check out why there's a truck with a guy sitting on top of it with a boombox. Mm-hmm. And as it approaches, you see you see that that long staff like double bladed lightsaber that that uh, uh, that Pantier has just rocket into the sky through the cockpit and then whip back towards the truck as the as the starfighter crashes. So, the 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 image on my head of a Jedi on a roof of a truck with a boombox just going ship falling out of the sky behind him as it comes back around. It's amazing. John what you're saying is Alderock is Peter Gabriel music. I to say anything reference. It's one that I don't In get. Yep. Come on. It's no- <laughs> in your eyes, yeah. It, it, you all, you're the, all- the, holding the boombox over your head, playing right. in your yeah. eyes. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Now I get Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Jeremy did I, I had my back twisted back into position today. I do not have a brain right now, okay? <laughs> I had a very nice lady sit on top of me and go until my back straightened out. (laughs) There. It's been a day. This was after not being able to sleep at all last night because laying down hurts. Uh, Anyways. So, uh, you eventually get back to the villa. As you, as the villa comes into comes into view, there's a clink clink at the back door. I open it, and uh, uh, Pantier gets back in. Having seen it in action, you would now classify his lightsaber as more of a light javelin, Neris, because that's definitely how he threw it. Um, and you. Take back. You go back up to the. You, you go back to the parking lot of the villa and replace the unmarked imperial truck with a marked imperial truck. So your get out ship is parked somewhere here. Yep. Lead the way. Morserath will lead the way back into the compound. The boombox has disappeared. You don't know where it went. Crack immediately looks around for something to repair. <laughs> One of the cars is a flat tire. <laughs> Off he goes. Crack. We have, we have a goal here. Okay. Uh-huh. See, I would, I would, I would call the genre alt rock, like alt rock, but with a D. Yeah, exactly. 
Nira is just, is just nervously like making sure that nothing looks like the the uh, alarms have been raised at all. Anything worrisome? Anything different? Sorry. Than no, I'm just picturing that last scene, but with arms wide open, like playing from the roof of the truck. <laughs> So you're saying Alder? Uh, so you're saying Alderanian rock is bad, <laughs> not the good forms of alt rock. There are there is a I wide mean, range. Everything we know about the cultural structure of Alderon, yes, there were the crap forms of alt rock. Okay, that's true. That is true. This, yeah, is, all, this mm-hmm. is fucking Alderon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Listen. Creed is not the worst alt rock to exist. Oh, far from it. I didn't say no. the worst. I said bad. <laughs> I be clear. Actually, music that I quite enjoy. Making a joke. No, no, no. I, I, I would say you would get like Creed, but also like Death Cab for Cutie, and like there's a there, there's I feel like there's a range of 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 alt rock that is varying quality. And in, and 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 Corsorant music uh, music from Corsorant is literally all Corsorant. Uh, Cors- what did I say? Coruscant. Cor- Coruscant. Coruscant is what you're trying for. <laughs> Again, my brain. Coruscant is all like synthwave. Uh, is like is all like synth trap EDM. Synthwave yeah. trap EDM music. Yeah. <laughs> Relia just plays nothing but U two all day every day. Yep. No. Yep, no. Yep. Corellia <laughs> plays nothing but Bon Jovi all day every day. <laughs> nothing so, but Bon Jovi. So exactly what Jack said but less cool. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just living on a prayer the entire, exactly. the entire they, way. Every garage. <laughs> every Corellian mechanic is sitting underneath the star uh, is sitting underneath the starship going, "Oh, we're halfway there." <laughs> <laughs> That is the saddest planet that ever planeted. They li- hey, I like Bon Jovi, and so hey, do I. I like Bon Jovi, too. But that song, it's a good song, but it is not a happy song. No, it's not. I didn't mean sad as in, like, pathetic. I meant actually sad, because apparently that's all they play. Yeah, you, I mean, they, they, they have a... At the moment, they're currently under Imperial occupation, so yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways. Oh look, the ship is here. You get yep. back to the Shio. No one seems to notice uh you at all as you're moving through the villa. Every time someone looks over, there's just a slight hand motion from Pantier and they walk on by. As right. he, as it's he, not making me less nervous. Okay. As he does the, these aren't the droids you're looking for on mass. Uh, anybody that pays attention. <laughs> but crack, crack turns to Korsaroff and kind of points at Pandaren and says, "So that's okay, but asking nicely, repeatedly is not." In this particular case, we are not, we are not affecting allies. We are moving unnoticed. Also, we don't get to tell them what to do. Also, yes, he's an Archon. We are simply knights. We don't exactly get any degree of control over his actions. I mean, you could try. <laughs> We're trying to teach crack basic social etiquette. Sorry. I understand. 
I just like to yeah, imagine she's just that, walking alongside that, Nerys. I just like to imagine that that nervous laugh Jeremy had was what Ilyana's actual reaction was. <laughs> so, you all get up to the Shio. It's still fine. You disengage from it uh, and take off. Once you're clear of the compound and heading towards Atmo, uh, Pantir hands, uh, Dead Pantir moves up to the Nava computer and punches in a series of coordinates. Alright, so here's our rendezvous with the other Archons that I've been able to contact so far. Still waiting to hear back from a few, but we've got enough to start making a plan. How many have we heard from? Uh, Hatafeni, Lotver, and Zilda. I'm still waiting for Teyokra to reply. Maybe Zilda will have some extra news from his interrogation. Hopefully. And just because I don't remember if it was said at some point, um, uh, do does that group of people? Uh, we we've met Zilda, but the other two have any particular like strengths known for? Uh, so you've all met Hatafeni. More types of missions. You, you you've all met Hatafeni was the mystic that was there uh, that was there when you came back from your initiation mission when you built your lightsabers. Okay. The uh-huh. the person around whom the force seemed to like give way. Um, okay. Who had like just this one of the strongest presences in the force you guys have ever met, ever seen, um, and sh- uh, uh, they're the one that studies force nexuses. Okay. Um, you know, Lotver is the archon that was on Coruscant, uh, working as an information broker and sort of spy in Republican territory. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Um, you know, Zilda, you. Do not know anything about Teyokra. None of you have ever met Teyokra. You just know the name. Okay. And of course, you've done a mission for Zilda, so. And should our well of knowledge be running a bit shallow, of course, could we see what sort of progress Black Pyramid has made in pinning down Fluxati's location? I'll see if I can get in contact, but he might not exactly be in a position to reach out to. Understood. I will see if I can make contact. Right. Uh, you click the beacon. Symbol appears. It just sort of wavers a bit, like a, like a loading screen, before cutting out. Nope. Not currently. All right. Not at the moment. All right. So the planet that you are currently the the area that you are currently going to uh, is the planet of Taurus in the outer rim. Uh, Fucking hell! Cur- Let's not get turned into rat ghouls. Uh, currently under Republic control. Uh, but it seems like your it seems like your uh, your rendezvous point is not actually on the planet, but nearby. 
in that system, though. All right, so we're heading to Republican-controlled territory, a Republican-controlled territory, Taurus. Uh, not landing on the planet, though. There is a. There's going to be a barge for us to set the Shio down into, on the other side of its of of Taurus's star. That's where we're meeting the Archons. Right. Judging from the Nava computer, it's going to take three days to get there. So, with the ship in with the ship in in transit, you have three days before you arrive. Is there anything significant anyone wants to do, or should we continue on, Red? Um, if I can get Corsarath alone at some point, I did want to briefly. <clears throat> at some point where uh, uh, names are hard. At some point where Avasia is separate, just to knock on the side of a door frame or something. Hey. Yes? I was hoping you might indulge a curiosity of mine. Uh, let me know if this is too personal, but uh, your father is involved in all of this now. Admittedly, I have no ground to stand on when it comes to what constitutes familial relationships, but I would, was surprised how open you were about who your father was, where he worked for, and his other affiliations, given the implicitly overt nature of his career. Because at this point, this is as much news to me as it is to anyone else. And I don't have enough of a ground to really justify. And at this point, there's no purpose in concealing the sources of my information from other members of the Order. That Especially when his relationship to the Order is a strong one. He is the brother of our leader. Makes sense. Then, just because I've watched this group for a little while, I might suggest clarifying to are less socially adept members where you expect the sharing of that information to stop once you've figured that out for yourself. You know, I probably would have done that earlier if I thought it would have any effect. Okay, that's fair. It's your information, you can decide, but... I don't know if I told Crack not to tell anyone who my father is or what he does, if he would not find some other loophole that he felt it was appropriate to share that information in. 
his mind works in labyrinthine ways. That's reasonable. It is very much a series of code constraints, and if it does not fit any of the specific parameters I've provided, then clearly it does not apply. Yeah. Trying to get Crack to understand something. I just think that he might be working with... He's got a different set of parameters in his head. Yeah. Trying, trying to getting getting crack to understand something is like programming a computer. If you do it wrong, it doesn't come through properly. Well, it just occurred to me. I just was curious mostly, but it occurred to me that <clears throat> might be worth asking. And I'll 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 note because it's less obvious among this particular crew that is not an insult to crack. His intelligence is staggering. He just has a different way of viewing the world. I suspect that most of us are on very dramatically different wavelengths. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna go bemoan the complete lack of drugs I've been able to acquire air since kicking my previous addiction. And so, so yeah. Are you looking to replace one addiction with another? That was your medical officer's advice. I... <laughs> was it? I don't remember. Yes, it was. Other medical officers, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the Archon, yeah. Oh, that's right. The yeah. Archon is okay. like, you know, if it helps to take your mind off of this thing that you're going to be craving for the next few years, find something smaller, like Death Sticks. Mm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That was essentially what was said. You, you, you're, you're recovering from a heroin addiction, so go smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> Wean yourself off. Yeah, except for, like, Amp both of those up a lot. Yeah. Because death sticks are way worse than cigarettes, and and spice is like... The er drug. Yeah. Like, anyway. Spices, yeah. spices to drugs, what dragons are to lizards. Like, Jer Jeremy makes a joke about poisoning himself when he's talking about cigarettes. Death sticks are actively poisoning yourself. <laughs> I mean, so are cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I make a joke, but I'm also dead serious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like in, 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 in of poison. Anyway, in, in a much more literal sense, death sticks are a are a hallucinogenic poison. Yes. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. That was all I wanted to do. Pete was making a joke for clarification. <laughs> but he doesn't exactly deliver jokes. Oh no, he doesn't deliver well. jokes very well. Is the funny part. Red took that very literally, as you can tell. Oh, yeah. But was also joking. Nereus <sighs> is going to push anyone who still needs healing. Red, there is a back to tank. It is on autopilot. The back to tank is on autopilot? No, the ship is on autopilot. I mean, autopilot. I guess the back to take is on autopilot, technically. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I should probably try and yes. heal my other critical injury, because I can't ignore it. Anybody else want to hop in the back to take? It will not end well. 
Well, uh, if you're getting a double back to tank, you've got three resilience checks you can make to see if you can <laughs> succeed on the recovery. What's happening? Okay. Oh, crack. Are you fucking chat. kidding me? Uh, nope. Jeremy, Jeremy has just discovered that the, the type of music played in the Mos Eisley Cantina is called in canon jizz music. Yes. Are you fucking yep. kidding me? That is the music called. genre. <laughs> Actual fuck. I <laughs> say actual fuck this time. I uh, mean literal yep. actual. Yep. Yes. Yes, oh, that is legit uh, what it's one called. One success is enough to heal it, John. Yeah. So it's, uh, difficulty of the difficulty of the critical injury. If you make one success, you heal it. No one else has critical injuries, right? No. I mean, no, unless people want them. Wounds recover. Uh, so you get one rune, one wound per day, but in a back to tank, it's one wound every two hours. Okay, so even if I'm healing a critical injury, my wounds would have been recovered by the back to tank. Oh, yeah, because well. it's 24 hours before you can heal from a critical injury, so yeah. you would have recovered 24 wounds, or you would have recovered 12 wounds. Sorry about that. Can I just go on with actually interesting. I stuff. just want to point out that the name of a musician that specializes in jizz music is a jizz whaler. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Does anyone else have wounds they're going to soak in a back to tank for? I... Nope. No. I've got three I, wounds. I, I, I'm just going to let them stick. Yeah, so in three I'm, days. I'm let, let them, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As opposed to famous Star Wars musician, <laughs> musician Droopy McCool. <laughs> Is Droopy McCool uh, a jizz whaler? <laughs> no, he's one of the ones who plays in Jabba's Palace. I don't think that counts as jizz. I mean, it's the same band. He probably dabbles in jizz. It's the it's the same band from uh, the Most Highly Cantina. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna break Jeremy when I tell you that one of the instruments played by jizz whalers oh, no. is called a jizz box. Dear George Lucas. He didn't want to say uh, jazz because there are only so many word slants you can do before you get a porn term. He oh, come on. He didn't want to say jazz, uh, yes. so he changed it to a different letter. Okay, so here's my problem. <laughs> There's also another music form that he created, as opposed to, you know, having one music form, and that one's called Jats, apparently. <laughs> yeah, jazz and Jats, yeah. Don't mix the two up. Mike, come on! George! Right. When when Ilyana snaps and kills kills Crack, my next character will be named Jizz and Jets. Jets. Uh, is he a force is he a force sensitive jizz whaler? <laughs> He is now. <laughs> by, by, the, by, the, by the time of the Clone Wars, however, Jats was considered turgid and outdated compared to the more modern genre of leap jump. <laughs> I, it's just a leap jump to the left. There are days that I love Star Wars, and there are days that I don't love Star Wars. Hang on, I just I need to clean up a mess I just made. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's only so much talking about jizz we can do before John makes a mess. Are you, are I got you it. trying to murder me? I got it all over myself, too. <laughs> it writes itself. Here it is. <laughs> you joke about how this game is, like, entirely comprised of subtextual horniness. 
but we just decided, you know what? We're going to make the jokes out loud for half an hour. Yep. Listen, Pretty the much. entire setting <laughs> is made up. That's true of any setting. There is a genre of music called flaunt. Had to, had to get, now you're now you're just making up syllables. <laughs> had to, I'm legit. That's like, word, though. It, like in the in the genres of music page on the Wikipedia, there is a music genre called flaunt. Oh, F L A U N T. Yes. Oh, okay. to, so uh, the actual word. word. Okay. It's a syllable. Yes, it is. There's another. There's another no, music genre. There's another music genre called heavy isotope. I had to. I had to get a towel because it was going to get sticky and attract ants. So, anyways. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to eat here. <laughs> Whose fault I'm is that? that because, I'm not saying that because. I'm not saying that because gross. If, I'm saying that because I'm going to start laughing and choke to death and die on stream, and it'll be your fault. What? Think about the ratings, though. Come on. <laughs> we won't get in so much trouble. It's not our no, fault. It's an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. It's an accident that you rebroadcast daily. <laughs> so hang on, hang on a minute, hang on, hang on. Clip the, 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 clip this title. I have an, watch I have streamer an die on Twitch. Relevant question. <laughs> Sorry, I have one more. There's there's jazz and there's jacks, and then there's literally a music called quank jazz. Quank jazz. <laughs> why, why do you need a form of jazz if there's jazz? <laughs> Sorry. Jack, you have an actual in-game question. Yeah. Uh, given the supplies that we still have in our armory oh. and how those were incorporated to make lightsaber attachments previously, mm -hmm. do we have enough still there out of the nine riot armor, four laminate armor, 28 blaster rifles, etc., um, for josh to see if crack can put a superior weapon mod on his lightsaber what's the credit cost of superior weapon modification 5k i believe yeah e easily covered by the stuff that we have in storage um, uh so you get half you get half half book price uh, in materials <clears throat> for each weapon you've got 29 how many how many blaster 20, rifles do you have 20 28 blaster rifles okay uh, twenty-eight blaster rifles at blaster rifle would be at, half price would be four fifty a piece. At four fifty a piece is how many credits? Somebody who's good at math, because I'm bad at Sorry, math. Sorry, so that again. Ten of them would be forty-five hundred. So then we need another five hundred, which would basically be one and a bit. Mm -hmm. Sorry, how many blaster and rifles were there? Twenty-nine. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Is that in what that we take just took from the new base? Uh, no, know. that's what we still have okay. left over. Yeah, okay. No, what you took so from the new base went to, to the went to the Panthers. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also <clears throat> roll actual multiplication, darn you. I, I, I've I've also got thirteen hundred and fifty credits in miscellaneous star. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, I. I've got I've got thirteen hundred and fifty credits in miscellaneous parts already in the pool, so you can. You said thirteen fifty. Yeah, thirteen fifty. So you can just take from that to make up the difference. So yeah, without... twelve thousand credits in parts in among those twenty mm. casters. So yeah, if you disassemble them, you have that much in parts. Feel free to utilize. All right. Do you want me to make a roll? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so it'll be a uh, it'll be a mechanics roll. Let me take a look at it. How much does it cost? 5k 
for yeah. the superior for the yeah. superior weapon modification. Uh, so we'll say that's difficulty. We'll say that's difficulty three. I know. We'll say that's difficulty four because that's we, a, that's a particularly expensive mod. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Again, this is just to create to install. Doesn't require a roll. Yes, I, it, can I use the wand in the creation? Is, I am... No, because this is no. The wand is specifically only for repairing things, not for modding not and creating things. Yeah, not yeah. fabrication. We do have uh, one light side or two light side points left, though. Um, nah, this is a light side. This is a lightsaber thing. Um, I'm gonna have the. The crabots help me out too. Okay. So, I don't remember any of these music genres, by the way, when I was playing Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> oh come on! I'm gonna re-roll it because I get to okay. with one of my talents. That is ridiculous. Trigger your re-roll talent. That's more like it. All right, you successfully create a superior weapon mod. Um, uh, any any add-ons, Jack? If you have it open. I don't think the superior one. Uh, I don't do add-ons. think you can get add-ons to no, that it's one. Just, no, it's just kick-ass. It just uh, increases the damage you deal and reduces your crit range. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. No mod options on that one. Uh, increases the damage you deal, and I think generates a uh, advantage rather than crit range. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, weapon item qualities superior. Generates an automatic advantage, and the base damage is increased by one. Yep. Yeah. Any any aesthetic things that you want <clears throat> Crack to do to it while he's working on it? Um. I mean, he'll he'll measure Jash's hands and things like that because that's part yeah, of making no, it like a. Jash is very much going for the most absolute minimalist appearance that he can possibly manage on his lightsaber. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, but basically something that looks like it was made by Star Wars version of Apple, but in black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The but reborn it, it, sabers is what you're looking perfectly. for. Sure. You never played any of the Jedi Outcast games. Uh, it's been a while. Hmm. The reborn sabers were just were uh, mass-produced lightsabers for Dark Jedi, and they're literally just like a black cylinder with a button. Gotcha. Nariz is going to go find Ilyana, um, like the second day. Uh, before we get to that, uh, Ilyana is going to go. I'm going to do a test roll with the lightsaber just to make sure I have this scripted right. Yes, I do. Okay. Yana is going to go talk to Korthoroth uh, uh, real quick. Mm -hmm. We'll walk out after, like, walk in after after Red walks out. I seem to be popular. Give a look. Yeah. Give a look. <laughs> look back. Walk in. Shut door. I seem to be popular today. Okay, so I feel like I could talk to I could talk to Crack about this, but I feel like you're better at doing that. And if I talk to him, I'm probably gonna kill him, and you'll get angry at me for that. 
All right. So instead of that, I was thinking maybe it would be good if somebody suggested to him that um, when we're in the middle of a, uh, when we're in the middle of a fight, it seems to be happening in, in increasingly commonly. Um, maybe if somebody looks like they potentially have somebody uh, uh, something under control, maybe deal with something else instead of going out. It's more tactically efficient that way. In, in many cases, yes. In that particular case, I will stand in his defense because that was the individual holding the biggest and most dangerous gun of the group and should be eliminated quickly. And he was probably going to shoot at me who could take it and maybe- I would rather he didn't shoot at anyone with the biggest and most dangerous gun. And maybe he shoots at me who can take it and there are if that happens, that's one shot as opposed to multiple that were not dealt with that were aiming at you guys. I'm just saying, and this isn't the first time that's happened. No, it this isn't is. about one thing. This is about him not trusting a lot of people when it comes to combat. I don't think it's him not trusting anyone. I think it is. It's about every time uh, I, not I, people in general, but really I, because that's what matters in this conversation. Um, I try to try try to to take an action. For example, I'm going to try to restrain something while we're in the middle of a heavy combat thing and yell at a bunch of people to 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 get up in the hole no no i'm going to ignore what you say and i'm going to try and try, try and fight the thing it's a lack of trust in what i can do and it's kind of getting like I said, I'll kill him if I probably if 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 we talk about this because he won't understand, and then I'll get frustrated, and then you'll get angry at me. So I thought I'd bring it to you, and then there's no death, and nobody's angry at me. All right. I will put to you, Ilyana, however, have you ever considered looking at it from Crack's perspective? Of... Seeing, seeing an enemy who is vulnerable, but the act of making someone vulnerable is tying up effort and asset from a valuable ally, and my expenditure of energy to eliminate them allows them to put their focus to someone else while simultaneously reducing the number of combatants on the battlefield. Crack places himself as the least valuable of our group. He would rather throw himself in danger than have anyone else be injured. Yes, and that's stupid. It might be, but it's not because he doesn't trust anyone. 
it's because he it trusts can, us quite a lot and would rather we not be in harm's way. It can be both things. That might be true, but that doesn't mean that it's not the other thing, too. I will speak to him on the matter, but Sweet. in this particular instance, however, I do agree with him that eliminating a light, a repeating blaster is an important move immediately. I'll agree to disagree on that point and concede it. for that one instance. Cool. Bye. <sighs> well, I suppose I have to go find Crack then. You find Crack sparring with Jash in the in the in the workout room. Now, Crack, do you wish me... I know that you have a fascination with repairing equipment, some of it your own. Should I target your sabers, or do you wish to spar as, as usual? Can't hear you if you're talking, Craig. Okay, nope, still can't hear you. How about now? Now it's yep. better. Okay, all right. Sorry, I don't know what happened. Um... Uh, mechanical mute was not, or unmute was not working. Um, is that normally your method of attack? It can be. I'd rather you didn't. All right. So yeah, just normal sparring. Okay. <laughs> Vazi is probably in there just watching them. Wrath walks in. <laughs> Um, how, uh, and, and crack is just mostly defensive, I think, unless, uh, well, actually Jash would, is a, they're both Jash is primarily a defensive. Yeah. They're both stories of practitioners, right? Mm -hmm. Jash mm -hmm. much more, uh, much more, I'm sure smooth and practiced in it than, than crack. Probably. Is. Yeah. Okay. So it's a mix of attack and defense. Then I was going to mm -hmm. say he's just defending, but probably not then. It's a mixture of both. Um, you know, how is it working? Quite well. Excellent. Of course, Hi, course yeah. Hello, Crack. Josh. Bazia. Something we can help you with. Mm -hmm. I do need to speak with Crack. Well. Snaps the blade to a salute and then deactivates. Crack will do his best to uh, return the salute. As I provide fully. <laughs> well done. Appreciate it. Yeah. Let me know if it continues to work as you expect or if it needs any uh, refinement or, uh, or tweaks. Certainly. Um, what's going on, Corsaroff? Any problems with the ship? No, at the moment, actually, the ship is working quite well. Gauntlet Saber working all right? It sort of flexes the left hand. Yes, very much. Excellent. Um, oh, I, can't, 
I'm out of options to ask about. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> One? Okay. Two? Okay. I'm out. <laughs> You're aware of the increasing friction with Ilyana, yes? I suppose from my perspective, it had been more of a, a steady level, but uh, yes. Ilyana has asked me to speak with you regarding... I, I don't want her to choke me, Korsaroth. No, I don't. That is not the subject matter at hand. Although, thank you for the, for the amusement. I'm quite serious about that. I'd really rather avoid it if possible. Well, good, because this, that's part of the conversation. Ileana would rather that you don't interfere when she is holding someone down, as she put it, in the middle of a fight. Crack looks confused for a minute. Uh, oh... Uh, the one, the one with the with the light repeating blaster. In that particular instance, I would agree that his elimination was immediately required because he had the biggest and most dangerous gun of the group. But yes, in that kind of situation where Ilyana is restraining or otherwise occupying an individual, she would rather you not. She would rather you focus on unoccupied enemies than dealing with the one that she is handling at the moment. You're aware he could still fire the blaster. Oh, I am, which is why in that particular instance, I stand in your defense on that. Is this about kill stealing? <laughs> For Leon, probably. Avazia will save him the start. <laughs> he, he nods in Avazia's direction. Well, I, I don't, I don't want any credit for it. There is, yeah, I there, can count that one as hers. There is, there is a certain level of of tactical advent of a tactical advantage when someone is, in fact, detaining someone from being an active threat in attacking the remaining individuals that are still an active threat. In that particular instance, I would say going after the light repeating blaster was the wiser move because he could still fire it, and between the light repeating blaster, one shot from that is worth two or three shots from any of those regular blasters they were carrying. Okay. But in general, I, and I'm mostly saying this so that I can confirm to Ilyana that I have said this to you. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever done it before. I, I, oh, was she trying to kill the one that I fell off the ship and killed? I don't know, honestly. Because I, I didn't see who was fighting then. <laughs> That was an really more that of an, was an accident. I think the the other incident that Ilyana brought up to me was when we were retreating, and Ilyana had someone tied up with the light whip and was from the killbot, from running, running from fleeing from the the Cortosis uh, assassin droid. Oh, she was rather cross about that. Yes, that's because I didn't think Nariz could use a ladder, and I thought I would need to lift Nariz from below. So this was all simply a misunderstanding. <laughs> oh, you poor, poor, poor dude. I They're never going to find the body. 
I will warn you that Ilyana does not see it as such. Well, I can explain it very clearly. Explaining it will only agitate her. Then I will not do so. (laughs) May I suggest going forward in battle? Should we identify targets? If you need me to, I will. I I think Ilyana would look very dramatic, pointing and going, that one is mine. I... Huh? I mean, Ilyana does make some very (laughs) dramatic gestures when strangling someone with the force. Right, but again, that was only the one time, and you agree with me on that one. I do agree with you. I I agree with you significantly on that one. What if I had not... It points his fingers up like this. What if I had not killed that individual, but merely cut off the front of the gun, leaving the actual killing for Ilyana? I legitimately don't know how Ilyana would have taken that. Would it be okay to ask that? That's a risk you're going to run. (laughs) Can I send a message through the ship's data net? That is still a risk. (laughs) It's not that big of a ship. I'm just going to (laughs) say. Ileana will be able to walk down the corridor to find you. Ileana just gets a text. You up? About guns. (laughs) Okay. I'll try not to kill anyone that Ileana wants to kill from now on. Just be aware that she will be very frustrated and likely get violent if you do so again. Tactically speaking, you made the right call. Okay. Craig, I believe it's more don't get in the way when she is going in for the kill on someone. Okay. I, 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 I'll, I'll try to make sure that doesn't happen again. That wasn't what I was trying to do. I know you weren't, and you, again, you made the right call in that last fight. I That's agree. Why he's still breathing. So make the wrong decision. Okay. Don't, don't take that away from this conversation, please, Crack. Take that away from this conversation. <laughs> okay, course, you're off. Thank you. When you're going into a fight, find the worst possible decision and make that one. I support this. Please don't take that away from this conversation, Crack. Okay. I won't. Narrate Just voice. He will. <laughs> believe me, it's a very complicated situation that you are currently sitting in. But... Generally speaking, let Ilyana handle who she feels like fighting. And when it comes back to bite her, then we'll deal with it then. But I, I don't want anything bad to happen to Ilyana. Next fight, lightning. Ilyana's down. I mean, when that happens, go ahead and murder him. That's what I'm saying. I, I'd, rather Not, Ilyana, I'd rather Ilyana be mad at me than have something bad happen to her. I would rather Ilyana learn from her own bad decisions. Because she's not going to learn from them if we simply explain to her that the tactically advantageous decision was to eliminate the heavy weapon. Because heavy weapons are a dramatic force multiplier. We have to... Just look at red. (laughs) 
second. Five guys down. <laughs> we have I'll to crack. If if Ileana is going to make a bad decision, I believe Corsareth would rather her make that in the heat of combat when the rest of us are there to attempt to mitigate the consequences and we can have a discussion about it later rather than the bad decision she make be that she needs to solve the problem of your existence, which is not something we'll be able to recover from. That as well. Make the bad decision in the heat of combat, not in the darkened shadows of Not in the bowels of the engine room. <laughs> Where she bodies does... won't be discovered for weeks. She does show up in my room sometimes. That's concerning. That might be an entirely different discussion. I'm sorry, what, what did Crack just say? She does, she show, does up. show up in my room sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Under her breath of nausea. Well, I did that once also. That looks over <laughs> his shoulder. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Thanks, Corsaroff. But yes, believe me, you in this in this particular moment, you are in the right. But don't do it again. <laughs> let Ilyana learn from her. Let let Ilyana learn from her own mistakes. Just be okay. careful, so she doesn't murder you. Okay. And perhaps focus more on following the lead of those who are perhaps more skilled in combat or experienced in in fighting. Oh, that that I definitely will. He sounds much more confident and happy about that than he has about <laughs> anything else in the last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I need to go take care of something but uh, I'll see the rest of you a bit later for the meal. It's a skilled dodge. <laughs> and Josh goes down to the as you go, to the bunks a, 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 area. As you okay. get to the as you get to the entrance of the hangar bay, it opens as you approach it and Roland Pantier is standing on the other side of it. No, Arca. Josh by you, walks right through the middle of this conversation to the far end of the hangar, ignites his lightsaber, and begins training. Josh is going to go down to his own cabin <coughs> and very cautiously open the door and turn on the light and just make sure nobody else is in there. <laughs> Ilyana or Neris, I... are either one of you in Josh's cabin? <laughs> Oh, nope. I, I don't want to spend a force so. point to have been in there, but I don't have any good reason. That, no, do it, do it, do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on, yeah, yeah. My I got lost. With Ilyana, whether I would be there, but yeah. <laughs> I, no, I don't right. justification. It would just be weird. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves the door open and the light on and goes back upstairs. <laughs> Neri's wanted to talk to Eliana. And gets a snack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Neri's and Eliana. Yep. You are adept at uh, using... I, I. By the way, I'm suppressing right now, if that okay. changes how Eliana feels. Um, you are... Oh. Here, when you do that, 
I do it frequently. I know. I hate it a lot. I hate it frequently, I mean. I hate it a lot and frequently. Sorry, what do you need? You are adept at using the force to uh, find things out about the environment. Can you... I am not trained in using seek, but can you? Well, I, 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 I can. What are, you, what are you looking for? Can you tell if the Exarch is still alive? He's probably being... Sh oh. uh, I, I, don't, I do not know if there, there are probably ways to shield exactly where he is, or it might be a way to lure us into a trap, but I want to know if he is still alive. <clears throat> And I cannot tell myself. Uh, or I can try, but I do not think that is wise. Right, right, right. Uh, hold on. I have to look through. Seek is page 302. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I... I can try. Um, stops, looks at you. <clears throat> Why? I am concerned. Why? Several reasons. Give me two and I'll do it. He is the Exarch of our order, which is currently shattered and scattered throughout the galaxy. Okay. Also, one. he is important to me. See, that's not really what that, that that that's saying it in a real vague way. Didn't ask for specifics. <laughs> nope. Yeah, but I'm the person who can find, so I can change the deal. Um <laughs> Important. He's altered the deal. Play she doesn't alter it. Right. <laughs> Important why? He was my first teacher. He rescued me. Just cause. Um. What is it? Eh? What What is it to 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 what? What is Star Wars Insight, John? Cool. Cool. Difficulty two. Shit. Cool. Actually, <laughs> never mind. I will use. Uh, is it? Use what? Yep. I've been engaged in conversation with somebody. Hey. I'm gonna this? activate. I'm gonna activate sense to try to read surface thoughts. Okay. Sure. See, I don't, I, yeah. See how this goes. Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> how much do I, ah, good enough. So you take two strange, you two conflict. Yep. It's, okay. 
it, 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 it works on you, Nerys. So what are your surface thoughts? Uh, well, I have common now, which reduces the force generated by one. So you only get one. And... Well, no, you, um, you're currently suppressing yourself. So that's that not... not Sorry, you're, because it's, you're breaking it's up. Like I can't hear what the ability thing. is. What's the ability? Um. Okay. Calming Aura. It's page 69. Okay. It's on the consular. Or, Let me take yeah. a look at it. When an opponent targets character with a force power, reduce force generated by one. It is a force ability. It's a passive ability, but it's okay. a force ability, and you're currently suppressing all okay. your force powers. Okay. So it doesn't cool. work. That doesn't work right now. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah that that would work if you yeah that, all of my that, are that, yeah that would work if you weren't suppressing your force powers. Got it. Oh. Okay. Cool. Um. Surface thoughts. Yeah. Uh. Very, yeah. It. It's. It's a lot of panic. Um. They. They have not lied about anything. Um. Okay. It's pretty much that, and also not wanting to tell you more because this is very. This, he does not like you. You are scary. <laughs> he doesn't want to give you more than that. Sure, throw out catnip. Um, <laughs> here's a long look. Fine. Let's see what I can find. Um, so I will focus in. I yeah. will use uh, uh, seek. I believe I need two force points to for, to be able to activate it. Uh, yeah, two force points to actually find somebody. Yeah. Uh, nice. Fine. <laughs> would you like to flip the last light side point? Yes, I would. Yeah. How many of those are you using? Uh just in case there's something that he that he's being uh, hidden behind, I will use four. Okay. So you get there is certainly some resistance. And you feel like if you weren't pushing as strongly as you are now, you wouldn't get anything. Okay. But you do get a sense that the Exarch is alive. You sense pain. Both physical and spiritual. Like something is carving gashes in the Exarch's very presence in the Force. And it's doing it slowly. Dragging the knife through the Exarch's presence within the Force. Through, the, through his Force essence itself, yes. not his body. Both, but yes, the essence part more. Is that a thing that I would know is even possible? Make a lore check. Difficulty three. Uh, lore diff. Clear that out. 
three. Nope. You know, you, you don't know of any specific instances of this occurring, but you do know that a person's connection to the force can be directly harmed. Right. Oftentimes this is this results in somebody being cut off from the force. But theoretically there are there could be other applications for that. Okay. And you know one instance of that happening. Okay. He's Cor on your crew. Corserath cut himself off oh, the force. Right, yeah. right, but, right. But that was Corserath doing that to himself. That wasn't somebody else doing it to him. So there is a sudden emptying of whatever we had to eat for dinner. All over Neri's. Impacts because I still haven't been able to stop by a fucking market. There's this powderized gristle. <laughs> Mixed with stomach acid. All right, I, okay. I'm going to lose it. Powderized gristle. The only way you can make that worse, John, is if you said moist powderized gristle. Well, it is moist because it's stomach acid and everything. But I figured that was implied. Thank you. Yeah. As I very demonstratively put my dinner somewhere else for a bit. No, no, you Jesus can you can make Christ. that one step worse. Moist powderized gristle jizz music. Bye. <laughs> Hi, thanks for coming to the cantina. This is my jizz cover band, Moist Powder Ice Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Wonder Wall. There you go. There you go. Out of you. I'm just trying to figure out what a protein, what what like a solid bar of protein looks like. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm fair. So Liana th threw up, and then yes. what? On to Neary's. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, he, yes, yes. This is yes, not a thing yes, I miss. Yes, yes. Having a body. Yes? Yes. Is this a side effect that happens often? I point no. at. <laughs> what does this mean? Not, uh, Are you ill? I don't know how to answer that. Ye mm. Alive, but not in good shape and getting worse. Right. Deliberately. He is making himself worse? No. Well, I I don't know. Probably not. I would assume not. Definitely but... someone else was doing this to him. Okay. No, no. Not himself. Also, it was really hard to push through and get to him. Because somebody's hiding pretty well. Right. Thank you. Uh, Do I have I like a out. water bottle? <laughs> I mean, you can find ways to clean yourself off. 
No, no, for Oliana. Oh. Uh, she gets up and she just walks out. Right. I'm in your room. I use the Covered sheet in her vomit. Yeah. <laughs> I use the sheet to clean myself off and then I leave. Right. <laughs> smear, smear, smear. And yet, somehow, crack is the one that everyone has a problem with. <laughs> I, mean, I take it, I no, like put it in no. our laundry basket, the group laundry basket, because we've never discussed how we do laundry. But yeah, I, 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 I do not enjoy this. So, <laughs> I like to think off. that I like to think that the the washer and dryer are the only low tech things on the ship. Like, like everything else, you've got you've got all the Star Wars high fantasies or, or high sci fantasy stuff. And then you've just got a lot like a tumble dryer <laughs> and a regular washing machine. Yeah. I've um, <laughs> shopped for washing machines recently. They really haven't come very far except for now saying they're energy efficient. Yeah. And they have fancy not even a, UI not, stuff. It's, it's, you're right. It's, 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 even, it's even an old top loader. <laughs> Nerys is going to spend the rest of the trip uh, in, in their room meditating um, and trying to not not ha- not being suppressed that time just sort of trying to deal with things okay the way they do Josh will like, Josh will probably check in with Nariz periodically but hello not like yeah yep. basically just all right yes <laughs> if I am let me know if right. you need anything so anything else uh, Avazia would like to have a brief conversation with Ileana. Okay. Is this bef- is this during uh, Ileana cleaning her mouth out, or is this after? Oh, that's good. Or no, that's after. not just cleaning her mouth out. That's going for a very long, like, shower thing. It's probably after that. Okay. It's just like at some point during our journey. Some yeah. point after Ileana uses the refresher. Okay. Ileana. Huh? Yeah? You need to go easier on crack. I'm trying to. It's not working. He's very confused about the whole battle situation. Okay. And maybe stressing him out. I mean, I love to poke fun at Crack and punch him and all of that, but at the end of the day, we need him. I will admit that. He's not the only mechanic and he's very good at what he does. And what he does isn't all that pretty. (laughs) He's no good to us when he is a panicked mess, afraid that everything he does will piss you off so he doesn't want to do anything and then he ends up getting himself killed or someone else. Okay. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess I can. I was trying to be good this time. Also, maybe you should have spoken to him yourself. That was how I was trying to be good. Because that seemed to make course wrath tense. Okay. Fair. We know how Korserath gets when he gets tense. <laughs> Bastia is. I will take that point under advisement. That's all I ask. Vasya is that one den mother that lets you get away with things, but will take away your keys. <laughs> and she will, she will walk off. And by take away your keys, I mean cut off a limb. Uh, <laughs> it's like, sure, you can, you can smoke out back behind the lodge, but if you do anything that's actually going to get somebody hurt, we're going to have problems. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three days pass. Unless there's anything else anybody else needs to do. Okay. Three days pass. The ship drops out of hyperspace. Uh, immediately sort of startled by the presence of Republic cruisers, but Pantir up in the cockpit with uh, near red just very calmly directs uh, away from them and around the other side of Terrace's star. Uh, where ahead of you, the sensors re the sensors and people that can see uh, can tell that there is this large barge uh, uh, a, a hyperspace barge sort of waiting um, hyperspace barges are connecting vessels they're these they're these basically ships that can dock other ships but not like inside them like sort of connecting for those that have seen the prequels or the clone wars series there it's kind of like a bit a big version of the hyperspace rings that certain space fighters can use um, yeah, they're basically like inter interlinking like dry docks for a bunch of ships to go yeah. in hyperspace together. Exactly, so that you can, so that you don't have to be running fuel on all the ships. You can just be running that on the barge itself. Uh, there is one other ship already docked with the barge. Uh, this one is. Uh, this one looks less like a freighter, like your guys's, and more like a uh, like a cruiser, um, or not a cruiser, uh, like a, like a, like a personal yacht more than anything else. Um. Uh, and so the ship you dock into this ring that connects and clamps onto the ship and connects with the airlocks on either side of the ship. Um, Pantir looks over at the ship. Uh, looks like Lotvir is the first one to arrive. So let's go greet the Archon. Have any of you ever met them? Was Lotvair the one that we met? No. When we came I'm back? No, you have not met Lotvair. Lotvair was the one that was on Coruscant, right? Yeah. Right, yes. No, we had one of our potential first missions was to go assist Lotvair, but we went with Zilda first. 
they're fairly calm and even-headed, so just don't be... He sort of looks at Korsrath and Avasia and Ilyana and Crack. And the Chiss? No. Okay. <laughs> just looks at those four. Okay. And then doesn't say anything and just walks towards the airlock. <laughs> Hello. Good job. What? I do not appreciate being associated in that look. <laughs> And perhaps you were, you were the guys that were in the back of the truck with him when he was in the truck with you. <laughs> so yeah. he just looked at all the people that were in the back of the truck except Jash. Avasia <laughs> oh, just looks at Corsera. Does he mean don't don't be us? No. He didn't finish the thought, so you don't know necessarily. <laughs> I'm sure if it, I'm sure he would have finished his sentence if it was important. Uh, probably not. Let's go. Yeah, going. You follow Pantier off the off the ship. Uh, the barge, the the interior of the barge is very industrial. It's not. This is not a thing that is designed for like comfort in long travels. It's very much purpose-built. This is a place where crews can rest and coordinate and communicate while the barge is in transit. Uh, in the middle of the in the middle of the sort of open meeting space that you all it's kind of like a park it's kind of like a parking an interstellar parking deck. Actually would be the would be the best way to describe this as far as aesthetics go. Um uh, as you exit into the common area, you see ahead of you one individual wearing a um, a long black trench coat that has a collar popped up about halfway up, a helmeted face um, with very clearly like the trench coat is sort of built into some hard sealed suit, uh, armored armored gauntlets, uh, and uh, no visible weaponry, though you imagine any weaponry is probably hidden beneath the coat. Uh, speaking with a a Rodian and a couple of other alien species that are, that look to be dressed like sort of work crew outfit. As he as this figure sees you all approach, he turns to the Rodian, says something in Hutties that is far too far away for any of you to make out precisely, uh, and they turn and sort of head off towards uh, uh, what appears to be some sort of maintenance area or possibly the cockpit of this thing. None of you are really familiar with how this sort of vessel would work. Um, the individual, the helmeted individual, turns and walks towards the group. Hello, Pantir. I imagine these are the young Twilight Knights that came to you on Alderaan. Yep. Uh, the rest of you, this is Archon Latvir. Latvir, this is Crack Tolpa, Red, Jash Ulan, Neris, Avasia, Korsrath, and Ilyana. Um, Larkon. Lot nods, then looks, uh, sort of scans the group of you really quickly and then looks back towards Pantir. We're going to be jumping over to the Null Sector, uh, aboard the barge. We'll meet up with the rest so that we're not all of us hyper uh, jumping into the same sector at the same time. So that shouldn't be more than, it's just a single skip over, so it shouldn't be more than a few hours. Good. Looks at the rest of you. Make yourselves comfortable. So as we gather all the rest of the archons, we're going to be making plans. 
Latvir looks at the group of you for a second. Is there anything useful we could be doing instead of just what, sitting around? It's raining. There is always training. Oh, okay. Out of character, I thought he said, it's raining. And I was trying to, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's what I, I, I heard. I was trying to decipher that that force, force wisdom. Um, I was very confused. <laughs> training is what he said. Okay. Yeah, definitely training. All right. Nerees and Crack, you're with me. Okay. Right. You all feel the shudder of this barge picking up speed, and then the pulse of it hitting hyperspace. Sorry about having you guys travel and then wait and travel some more safety protocols, you know. This is Latvir talking. Pantera has walked off. It's a single jump, yeah? Shouldn't be too long. No, just a few hours. So, any of you have any relevant information that we might want to know? How much did Pantera relay? Uh, emergency, Exarch, ship destroyed, Exarch captured, potentially two other Archons captured, or dead. Convene, talk about what we want to do. Darth Fluxati laid a battle between the Republic and a Mandalorian con uh, Mandalorian battle fleet as a as a as bait to draw out the Aeon Cutter as the Horizon relief effort in order to draw them to one location so that a battle fleet could assault the ship. And then uh, Red will hand over on data pad or whatever writing. Yeah tool just like a written up formalized version of the report we've given a few times now yeah yeah he takes um, it yeah and then flux assaulted the ship captured the xr captured the archons right anything and new that's come up since then me as a player is trying to think <laughs> As a player, I know that Ileana knows something new. I don't know if that would be shared. At this and that, and it doesn't seem like he knows that you guys know anything. Just for clarification, it seems like he knows something he's about to share, but he wants to see if you guys know it yet already. That is the latest information that we've got. I think the only other relevant stuff we would know is that, obviously, Black Pyramid is out there doing work to gain intel. And then, of course, everything that Ileana. Which, yeah, did. either that either that name is recognizable or not. So, yeah, I guess Coruscant. Right. The, yeah, the a cell of Black Pyramid is currently working towards locating our uh, uh, Darth Flexati. And he not he assault. he nods in response to that and doesn't ask any further questions, which tells you that he knows who Black Pyramid is. Yeah. Or he knows of them. Cool. Cool. So some galactic information that you guys may have missed out while you were away. Um, the ceasefire is no longer in effect. 
It seems that whatever your Darth Luxati was doing along, among the Dark Council was enough to secure them of the fact that they can win this war, and they've started it back up again. Well, a variety of things happening across the galaxy sort of broke down the peace efforts, a little bit on the Republic side, a lot on the Sith side. Uh, so the galaxy's at war again. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Which means that it's going to be a little bit harder than it would have been otherwise to recover the Exarch. Hopefully we can figure out... How long out ago a... was the ceasefire? Did I know there was a ceasefire? Yeah, no, you've known there was a ceasefire. Okay. It was, it's been several years. No, that's why I was asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. that has been out of the loop for several years. It would have, if I'm remembering your history, your backstory correctly, the ceasefire would have happened just before you got captured. Okay. I'm surprised it lasted that long. People are about half and half on that, uh, galaxy-wide. Surprised it lasted that long. Surprised it didn't last longer. But, uh... We the f had learned that... Darth Luxati was um, making uh, fighters from the dead. I feel like that was a th yeah, that was yeah. You term, you learned that, any more details about that? Um, you learned that he was revi reviving dead Republic, uh, yeah. dead dead Jedi and the like, and sending them at the Republic dead Jedi and sending them to harass the Republic. That would explain the incident on Coruscant that happened a little while ago. Okay, that's good information. Thank you. We're trying to figure out what was going on when seemingly KIA Jedi, uh, Jedi Masters were suddenly finding themselves back on Coruscant attacking their allies. <sighs> oh. Good to know that that's connected. Well, yeah, the big relevant point is that it's going to be harder to find Fluxati now that the war is back on because Sith, Sith space isn't going to be exactly welcoming anymore. Is he probably with the, the direction that the Exarch is? Probably. I mean, he probably. Let me rephrase that. He probably is. Probably, yeah. You managed to break through. Uh huh. He gives you a golf clap. I'm impressed. Well, that'll She's be very useful. good. I can see that. That'll be useful once we drop out and reconnect with the others. They're doing fairly bad things. I mean, they're Sith. That's sort of modus operandi. No offense. He says, just throwing that over towards Course Wrath and Vasya. I'm just Course Wrath shrugs. None taken. Well, good to know. Give us a little bit of impetus. Uh, if you need food, we've got a. Uh, he sort of thumbs over towards where his ship is docked, and you can sort of see it connected in, into the barge. Uh, I've raided some of the finest restaurants on Coruscant before I left, so I know a lot of the knights like to suff like to survive on ration packs, and uh, I'm just... I don't like the 
taste. So if you need some good food, feel free to go over at the kitchen. Some of the crew has decidedly voiced that they are getting tired of ration packs, so I think that would be appreciated. Thank you. You are the first person in this order that I unequivocally appreciate. Well, lots of the, you know, lots of my fellow Twilight Knights like to, you know, put their work before their uh, pleasure, and I don't see why the two have to be separate. Anyways, get some food, get some rest, train, make sure you're sharp. As soon as we drop out, we'll be picking up the others and making a plan. And if you have an idea of direction, we'll be setting coordinates. I mean, general, you know how it works. Yeah, yeah. But better than nothing. I'll work with you on that general direction with the Sith planets that I know of, but if I had to take a wild guess based on random directions and likely locations to find the Sith Lord, Dromenkas is already high on the list. Possibly, but we'll get the two of you working with Hadafeni. She'll be able to bolster your senses and get a cleaner beacon on where we're going. Well, nice chat. Good to meet new members of the Order all the time. Hope you're having fun. I'm a dip. And he just turns and walks away. <laughs> I'm going to take that as being dismissed and go to the food. That <laughs> fancy restaurants from my home world. Not only is it fancy food, but it's comfort food. And it's real food. I'm very excited. This is probably the most enthusiastic any of you have seen read about anything. Brilliant. So you can- hey, there, there's an addiction that's probably less lethal than death sticks. <laughs> you get. I don't think that I makes sense. That isn't ration packs is an addiction. I think that's a reasonable <laughs> state of being. You get. Oh, no, it's odd. You get. You get on board the 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 yacht. And there is a there is a um, protocol droid waiting for people to come on, who directs you to the kitchen, uh, or directs you to the dining hall on the yacht, uh, where there is just the most luxurious looking spread. It's basically been set up like buffet style, but filled with just. Uh, uh, all manner of deli- uh, of dishes from literally hundreds of restaurants on Coruscant. If there is something that you are craving, you can find it from fine dining to burger place and pizza. <laughs> as red yeah, as red disappears food. into a food tornado. Uh, it's. It is more careful than that because he has a he has a practical understanding that I've been surviving on ration packs and then basically nothing before that. If I just eat all that I want to eat, I will feel awful. <laughs> but yeah. A few hours pass. I'm assuming nothing new needs to come, needs to be brought up right now. Um and you all feel the the barge dropping out of hyperspace. Uh, anybody that takes a look outside, there are, there are numerous viewports all around the, the barge. Anyone that looks outside sees that you're now in a binary star system that has very few planets. Um, one in particular that is this little sort of green marble 
floating around the binary star system. Uh, and sort of in the shadow of that planet, uh, several ships, one of which you recognize as being the one that Zelda had taken off in, uh, sort of coast towards the barge. They connect. <coughs> and you are shortly greeted once again by the vision of Zelda. Uh... <coughs> Hatafeni, who I will remind you is the is a is a tall Achani woman, so white hair, blue eyes, pale skin. That looks very much like a lot of other Achani have very limited um, d- uh, 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 diversity in builds and facial structures. Like, they, you can typically tell an Achani apart, but it's very easy to mix Achani up, if, especially if you only see a few in your lifetime, because they're not a very popular species. Um, but has that classic Achani female face. Um, and a third person who none of you have ever met. Uh, this person walks on wearing what, at first glance, just looks like Jedi robes. Um, sort of, you know, the, the brown and beige, the, the, sort of the loosely fitting brown and beige uh, with a hood over the top, but also has a fur cloak attached to the back of it that hangs down, which is distinctly not Jedi uh, uh, outfit. Um, and a a sort of a large face mask and a pair of glowing eyes, as you recognize this person is a Kaldorian. Uh, which, for people who aren't familiar with Kaldorians, they are a group of uh, space-resilient... Uh, they are a space-resilient sentient species. They can survive in the vacuum for a certain period of time. And also from the movies, they're the people that have no like face from the nose down and instead just have a mask that sort of seems to be attached into their jaw. Because they're not, not good in oxygen environments. No. Yeah. Um. Wait. I don't think that. It, do they end with Ian? I thought it's just Kel Keldor. No, they're yeah. They are, some. They are just Keldor. Keldor, or they, they are occasionally referred to as Keldorian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Keldorian is the um the adjective. adjective. Yeah. Because, okay, because I, I I know that race the way that you describe. It, I thought that started with a C, not a K. So it completely threw my mind off. And then for some reason, I started thinking of Galdukat, who is a Cardassian. Ah. Right. <laughs> I understand there's a difference between Star Wars and Star Trek viewers. I'm just saying. Yeah, you can you right. you can refer to Kelokun is a is a Keldor. Yeah. Right? yeah, You can refer to Keldorians as Keldors or Keldorians. Both are appropriate. Yeah. Most sentient species refer to them as Keldorians just because it fits the naming scheme of other sentient species. It's sort of like how Zabrax will get called Iridonians, whether or not they're from Iridonia. Yeah. Which is, which is not because there are there, there there are interesting cultural differences of what they call people, and simply because George Lucas was really shitty with remembering what he named things. <laughs> yep. There's also that. But 
you can t you from context clues you can assume this is Teyokra. Well, you must be the young knights that brought us our information. Teyokra says. Not. Indeed. Good work, particularly getting away from the fight in the first place. I know for many it's tempting to rush headlong into the battle, but you did good work. Well, we weren't exactly going to commit any significant difference in force by staying. That might be true. Might not be true. Never underestimate the power of a motivated individual. Still, let's gather together. As he follows after where Hatafeni and Zelda have already gone. Zelda, you noticed when he came off, has a few more shattered Imperial and Republic helmets hanging off of his belt than he had previously, which was to say none. It's just like a like a like a like a small bandolier at his hip with four different helmets just sort of hanging off of them in various states of disrepair. But you all gather up into a separate room on the barge. And in the room you now have you all, as well as Hatafeni, uh Teokra, Zilda, and Pantir Pantir and Lotvir. Latvir leads the discussion. So, uh, with the war on, it's going to be a little bit harder to get our Exarch out, but uh, Ilyana seems to have a bit of an idea as to where they might be, and combined with Korsrath and you, Hatafeni, he says, pointing over at the Achani, hopefully the three of you working in tandem could give us a more specific location. Hata looks over at you, Ilyana. How did you find the Exarch? I looked. Was there resistance? Uh-huh. Did you have a clear vision, or was it muddled? Not real clear. Did it... Lots of, lots of, lots of grossness. You felt the pain that he was feeling. Felt, uh, yes, yes. Very likely then that they are at a divergence or a nexus within the force. Something was both shielding their presence and then once you made contact amplified the effects you were feeling. Which means there are very few was, places that would be. It wasn't physical, by the way. Not just physical. Corsareth, do you know of very many virgences within the Sith Empire? How many do I know aside from obviously Droman Koss? Make a lore check, difficulty one. We have no light side for me to flip here. Nope! And Jash make that as well? Given yeah, I got a cool his, one. his origin? Sure. What's his difficulty? Oh, two. Two? Okay. Yes! Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so, Corsarath, there are a few that come to mind. Um, 
of the of the uh, uh, German Cast is obviously one because German Cast is a nexus of dark side. There's also Korriban, um, which is the other big one that you that you think of. Um, but aside from those. The one that you think of the most is Zeost. Okay. Uh, Zeost prior to prior to German Kass being the capital of the empire, Zeost was the capital of the empire, and it's often referred to as right. That was when Agenta Paul was in charge of the Sith. He was on Zeost, and right? it, yeah. it has previously been referred to as the gateway to the Empire. It is a place steeped in the dark side of the Force, and and it's the it is the um it's the it's it's one of the two ways into the Stygian caldera. Uh, typically you come in through Korriban, but there, there are, you don't know them, but there are secret hyperspace lanes that connect, uh, to Athos, uh, which then takes you to Zeost, and then you can go around the central Sith space. Um, so those, those are, so Dromenkast, Zeost, and Korriban are the three big ones that you think of. Jash... Similarly, you get those three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three most prominent worlds that stand out in my memory and experience would be obviously the capital world of Drum and Kass, the Sith, the Sith Mausoleum and Training World of Korriban, and the previous capital world from the Age of Adjunct to Paul of Zeost. Zeost is a barren wasteland from what little I remember, isn't it? Still a place seeped in dark energies. Oh, I don't mean that as a criticism. I mean, it's unlikely that people would Anyone go else would, yes. there. It is unlikely that others would find anything, would, would, would think to look there. Though Korriban and Dromenkos are also well-protected and defended bastions among the Empire. But what we've learned of Darth Flaxadi seems to indicate that he keeps his own council and would brook little interference even from other members of the Dark Council, correct? He does not seem to play well with others, no, so Zeost might be higher on the list. Well then, let's start there and see if we can't determine what the nature of that planet might be at the moment. You can find the hyperspace lane to Aethys that can lead us to Zeost. Well, first the two of you join me in a meditation. And she leads the two of you over, uh, slightly away from the rest of the group, produces a large silver bowl, and she places it on the floor and sits down next to you. Please, sit with me. Sit. And I want both of you to roll your force die. Yay, my one force die. Wouldn't it be nice if I had light side points or if I, you know, had those five morality points? (sighs) 
the other one? Ilyana or Jash? Ilyana. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no you worries. were not clear because you had you were having a conversation with two particular people, and he said, "You two come with me." Sorry, Ilyana was the other one. <laughs> um. Do, 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 do. Ignore the rest of it, obviously. Oh. That's two. And. Okay. So, the two of you focus. Course Wrath, you're a little Show bit. Off. You're a little bit less. <laughs> you're a little bit less into it at the moment. Ilyana, you snap right into the 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 power and you feel your perspective being drawn into this bowl. Honestly, worth mentioning, a little hesitantly for the first time. And you feel the swell of both the light and the dark coming off of Hatafeni. This pulse of power that is at the same time harsh and yielding that wraps the two of your consciousnesses up into itself and pours you into the bowl. And as your perspective expands beyond yourself and beyond the ship and beyond the stars around you, you feel your vision widening as you look down at the galaxy as a whole. That's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye, everybody. Goodbye.